0: This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered.
1: Truthfully, guys, this is like the 80th time I've recorded this message, so we're just going to stick with this one. I'm Coraline Hazelwood, and I'm popping in here on the Badass Business Babe podcast super quick before you tune in to today's episode with Lauren to let you guys know about our VIP-supported tribe. The VIP tribe is a monthly subscription website that allows you to grow your business and your supportive friend group all at one time, all at one low monthly cost. We have some incredible trainings that get updated in here every single month. And this month is all about building your own personal brand. Some other ones that you guys can look forward to are mastering your masculine energy in business, goal setting for the new year, the new month, or your new quarter, email list building, daily must do's and when to delegate, how to grow an engaged Facebook group, organic brand building one-on-one, and so many more. Every single month, Lauren and I add a brand new training based around either business strategy or tech to help you take your business to the next level. Again, guys, visit badassbusinessbabe.com backslash VIP to join the VIP-supported tribe of the month.
0: (sighs) Weekend is almost here
1: no for real side note it has been a
0: beautiful magical journey the last two and a half weeks and I know like every time I record something lately I've been in this place of like life's been awesome and I'm just talking about it (laughs) but today I was like no I really want to jump on and record something that I can really offer value for right because I think that the last couple of Facebook lives I've been doing I've just been showing up and like Just letting you guys know, like, what where you can go to take the next step because we have so many people coming into this journey. And my energy in receiving all of these people has kind of been on this roller coaster of like, holy shit, three months ago we had like 4,000 people in this group, and now we have almost 20,000. I can't even tell you just how grateful I am for that. But at the same time, like, my energy needs to adjust in order to serve all those people. So I've been a little bit more distant. Coralyn's been jumping on to honor you guys and serve you. We had our live VIP call of the month yesterday and it was on fire. It was absolutely incredible. I've been thinking maybe we should offer a little glimpse of our VIP calls by giving access to a free one so you guys can see what that looks like and how it works. And It's been absolutely amazing. April is going to be really fucking epic. We are going to have huge, beautiful content in the VIP-supported community. So if you haven't checked that out already, I really encourage you to do so. It's on badassbusinesswavecom slash VIP. But today I wanted to jump on to talk to you guys about the difference between working on your business and working in your business. And I know that I'm all about the woo and all about the flow, and I talk very little about strategy on the front end, But inside a business, I'm really fucking strategic, and you guys should all be that way too. Growing a business requires planning, and it requires you to take chances, but to also be able to document the effectiveness of those chances, right? So sometimes we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs run into the problem of, I want to grow a business, so I'm going to show up and create content on social media, and like that's it. And that's not effectively creating a business, right? There's a difference between making money on the internet and actually growing a business that generates revenue online. And in my journey of entrepreneurship, one of the biggest shifts that allowed me to go into this level of professionalism where I didn't have to worry about money as much, and I didn't have to freak out about where my next payments were going to come from. And I knew we were having residual passive income that scaled us to the millions, right? Getting to that place was about knowing the difference for me and for my employees of working on the business versus working in the business. And for a while in the beginning, I was just working in my business and I didn't understand why I wasn't getting to the level that I wanted to. So I wanted to share that with you guys today because wherever you are in business, that next step is going to require you to see beyond where you currently are. And this is a problem a lot of people have because we look at our personal reality of where we are right now when we say, oh, where I am right now, I'm only making $50 a month. So I got to operate my business as if I'm making $50 a month, right? And that's not really true. An effective, smart business owner is working on two businesses at any time. She's working on the business that she's in And she's also working on the business that she wants to be in. And that's about seeing the future before anybody else does. And we run into this fear for a lot of us, you know, me especially, I went through this where my current reality at one point was not a good one, right? And I looked at where I currently was and said to myself, oh, shit, right? You're struggling. You're broke. Maybe this is a sign business is failing. And it wasn't true. Your current reality, all it is, is a reflection of every past choice you've ever made. So when you look at where you currently are right now, all you're doing is living in the past, because where you are right now is a collection of the results of every past action or decision you've ever made in the past. So where you are right now is not actually who you are. Where you are right now is not actually a reflection of whether or not your business is successful. Where you are right now is just a collective of all of the choices that you made in the past. So if we look at somebody who steps on the scale and she's overweight, right? That person who's stepping on the scale and she's overweight, is she overweight as a human being? No. She's overweight because of every past decision that she's ever made that led her to be there. And that has absolutely nothing to do with who she wants to be. It has absolutely nothing to do with what she's capable of. But oftentimes we look at our personal present representation and we let it, we give it meaning that says, hey, I can't get to where I wanna go. So as human beings, we need to be working on the being that we currently are and the being that we wanna become. And the same is true for our businesses. So in entrepreneurship, when we talk about the responsibilities, like the collective things you have to do every day, the ins and outs of what it means to show up, what it means to, Uh, Contribute in your business, what it means to actually run a business. Depending on where you are, the actions and responsibilities can be different. In the beginning of my business, I spent a great deal of time in the tech land, right? I spent a lot of time on WordPress and Bluehost phone calls and MailChimp and trying to get all these pieces together. But once that foundation was built, I could then focus my energy and time on other things, right? And that's where I started to sink into, well, what does it mean to work in my business, right? When I was building my website and making the course and getting things up, I was working on the business that I wanted to be in. I wanted to be in a business with a professional website. I wanted to be in the business where I felt like a leader, and I wanted to have a strong online brand. So I wasn't operating based on where I was. I was operating based on where I wanted to be. Once I got there and I had a good brand and I had a solid vision, I then started to adapt the daily dues, so to speak, that I teach in a lot of my programs about what it means to actually show up, showing up regularly. Sorry, I just got a phone call. So I looked at my overall view of like my brand, my business before I was making any money. And I was like, okay, Lauren, what does it mean to work in your business, right? Because I didn't have customers at the time. So working in my business were things that I could identify as like, okay, if I did those things every day, it was like, I did what I was supposed to do, right? So maybe as a mom, for example, your daily responsibilities are like, all right, I got to make sure the kids are dressed. I got to brush their teeth. I got to make sure they get to school. And these are things you do every day for the responsibilities of being a mom. But you're also working on the mom you want to be, right? So maybe you're planning a party for your kid. Maybe you're dreaming up what Christmas is going to be like. Maybe you're saving away money, 401k or whatever for your kid's college. The parent that we are and the parent that we want to be, right? And so in business, some of the daily do's are different depending on when you jump into entrepreneurship, right? Like what worked as a daily do for me four years ago to get me to a level of success may not be what you're going to do daily to get to your level of success because the industry is different. All businesses are different. Our voices in the online space are very unique and we have passions in different places, right? Right. So one person may decide, hey, my daily do of working in my business is that every day I want to go live on Facebook. Whereas another person's like, I fucking hate Facebook. I want to just make sure my daily do is to post on Instagram. Sometimes people will want to do both. But you should have daily things that, in other words, if you didn't do them, you wouldn't be a business owner, right? And yes, you would. But I mean, we want to really qualify our daily responsibilities as like, okay, what are the things that I need to get done every day so I can feel like I'm showing up working in my business? And for me right now, in case you're wondering as an example, just to be transparent for, for you guys, every single day, the things that have to get done for me to feel like I'm working in my business, I'm doing my coaching calls. That's step number one. Number two, I'm showing up to answer messages in Voxer for my customers, which is something that I do for all of my one-on-one clients, right? I'm answering questions in the Facebook group for the group pro- group coaching programs that I run. So those are things I do every single day that I'm like, all right, cool, it's done. And yeah, sometimes I take a day off because I'm human and I don't want to do the same thing every fucking day of my life. But ultimately, I have a list of all the things I do to work in my business. But here's the thing. In order to get to where you truly want to be, you need to be also working on your business. So I do things and reserve time in my week for all of those elements. And depending on where you are, your elements are different. But for me right now, working on the business that I want to be in is about going through our course content and making our courses as strong as they can be. We're sprucing up sales pages. We're redesigning content. And that's back-end creative work that I love. So here's what happens in entrepreneurship for a lot of people. They start to get clients, right? Especially one-on-one coaches. And guys, if you're a coach, like, please give me a shout-out, let me know you're a coach so I can honor and support you. Coaches will show up and they'll think, okay, golden ticket one-on-one, golden ticket one-on-one. I can get to a level of success and financial freedom if I have four clients and I charge $7,000, whatever. But what ends up happening is that opportunity for the customer to work with you as a one-on-one experience, it resists your ability to expand because as beautiful as it is to receive money from somebody and to work with somebody and to teach and craft your coaching abilities by working one-on-one, which is something I love, there are also opportunities for you to exchange your time for money. So what happened for me, oh, I love seeing you guys on here as coaches, awesome. Exchanging your time for money is not freedom. It's just not. And there came a point in my entrepreneur journey where I had 17 one-on-one clients. I had a wait list that was out for six months and I was miserable because all I was doing was working in my business and I had no time to work on it. I wanted to sit down in a coffee shop and write a fucking book. I wanted to spend hours creating video content and designing layouts for our new newsletters. I wanted to work on the future of where I saw Badass Business Babes going, but at the time, I had no time. And so what I had to do is make this conscious decision of like, okay, one-on-one is great and it's providing a beautiful stream of income, but I have to make an active choice to start working on the future. And so I'm going to take less clients and I'm going to hold space for more group programs. And so we looked at our revenue and we started to track it. That's the thing. You're in business, please keep track of your numbers, right? They're huge indicators and signs of what's working and what's not. So we started to drop our one-on-ones and we started to increase the amount of people in our group programs and those revenue streams started to, you know, teeter totter, right? Where suddenly I was reducing and only working with like 3 clients at a time and my life changed. I was like, "Oh my god, I have all this free time. I can spend Monday, Wednesday and Friday creating" Oh my god, that's amazing. And my heart just soared, right? And I got into this place where I healed my burnout and I was able to show up from a place of like really being excited about my business rather than feeling like I was being controlled by my business. Here's the reality. All of us go into the the journey of running businesses for very different reasons. Some of us go into it for time freedom. Some of us go into it because we think we can make a lot of money. Some of us go into it because we just want to make enough money and have time freedom. Some of us go into business because we have a real passion for helping other people. Some of us go into business because we like helping people, but we actually really just love being creatives, right? And that's what we want to do is create our own freedom. We all go into things for different reasons, but the ultimate reason is because we have a calling to do something. And that calling, if it's to create or if it's to connect or if it's to express yourself, there needs to be space for it in your schedule. And so always remember, guys, no matter what, you are working on the business that you want to be in and ask yourself what that business looks like. We had our live group coaching call last night for the coaching mentorship. This is a program. It's a two-month intensive with me. And I had a beautiful intervention with this woman named Hanan, and she was telling me how she launched this program. And in that journey, she was doing all of these things to fill her course. She was running email opt ins and webinars and 21 and day challenges. And she did all these things, and she was exhausted. And I asked her, I said, What do you want to do? Right? Like, what actually lights you up? And she said, Lauren, you know, I really thrive in the creative space, right? I love creating and I love building content for my customers. And she's lit up when she started to talk about it. And I instantly felt this connection where I was like, I want to hire you. You're fucking awesome. But that was in her bliss, her bliss of operating how she wanted to, not how she thought she was supposed to. So along the journey of business, you will see people who are teaching you how to do things a certain way. And they'll say, you need an email funnel and you need an email opt-in and you need a tripwire and a email campaign that ups them into a webinar that's automated. And like, here's the thing. You don't need every piece. You need one piece that works. And in order for something to work, you need to feel really connected and aligned with it. And when you don't feel like something is good because it takes up too much of your time or it stifles your creativity, or it makes you feel like you're not doing a good job because it's not your, your strong suit or your zone of genius you have to abandon the strategy because the strategy only works if you're connected to it. Jess asks, what if you're not sure how to monetize being in your bliss? That's a great question. So depending on what your bliss is, and maybe Jess, if you have some time, post it in the comments. Like, What what is your bliss? What do you love to do every day? Then we can build a business around that, right? So for many people, I have um, just as an example, I'm a projector. I love working with people, but I also at the same time need to protect my energy. I get very drained because I have a lot of open energy centers in, in my in my root and in the base of of my energetic being. And so when somebody's stressed and they're next to me, I feel stressed. When somebody's angry and they're next to me, I feel angry. And I start to internalize a lot of that energy. So when I work with people one-on-one, while I love it, the business I'm in only has me showing up maybe you know an hour a day to do that because I get so burnt out and I need to rest. So knowing that... I wouldn't build a business that has heavy responsibilities on -on one-on-one. I would build a business where I could create group coaching programs and only show up for an hour a day and make $100,000 in a month, right? That's the vision. That's what works for me. Other people will say, I don't even want to coach. I just want to create, and that's all I want to do. Great. Great build a business that way. So Jess is a great example of this. She says she loves photography and self-expression through self-portraits and art. I want to create art and use that as a way to connect with and inspire people at a real level. That's beautiful. And I love hearing um, that you're in this place where self-expression is a component of this, right? It's not just about you getting someone a result. You love to express yourself through your art, right? So the story we have to overcome is that someone told us early on in our life that we couldn't monetize our passion, right? Uh, Starving artist, right? How often have we heard that? So a lot of us will look at entrepreneurship and cling to a container. So I'm just going to share this with you because whether you're Jess or anybody else, I feel like this could really help you. Oh my God, Teresa's a reflector. I feel so honored. That's like super special being a reflector is like 2% of the population. So enjoy that. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, this is human design. You need to go check it out. It changes lives. It changed my life. Okay. So just bringing it back in the space of being a photographer, a lot of us are conditioned to believe that we cannot make money off of what we love to do. So we cling to and search for containers that allow us to do what we really want. So, for example, if I'm in a place where I really want to help people lose weight and I think about starting my own business helping people lose weight and that feels really scary, versus wait, there's this network marketing business I can join and I can still help people and do what I love to do, but I'm in that container. So, being in that container, I'll be taught what to do, I'll have a product to sell, there will be a step by step, it'll be really super easy. I'm going to go do that. People do this all the time with network marketing. Or with coaching, where we decide, hey, this is what I'm meant to do because I wanna help others. I wanna inspire others. I guess I have to be a coach. No, you can be a fucking influencer. Just because you wanna help people doesn't mean that you have to pigeonhole yourself into the box of being a coach. And honestly, labeling myself as a coach felt incredibly stifling. I'm not a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a teacher. I do coaching, but I also guide. I'm also an intuitive speaker, right? So I get a lot of spiritual downloads that let me talk. I'm also a photographer and I love creating, right? I'm also a video artist and I love producing video content. So I created a business that lets me do all of those things. And I stopped worrying about labeling myself and I started worrying about what I really, truly wanted to do. And then I just did more of that. So sometimes when you have a passion or a creativity, just stepping into the first vision that comes to you, like Jess, what's the first thing that you would love to do, right? Like the first idea you have of like, I need to maybe put out a portrait for sale, or maybe I need to hold space for a photo shoot for all these women to come and get a photo shoot done with me. And maybe maybe it's not that. Maybe you want to have your own gallery. And so maybe you're planning to launch your first gallery and put that out there, right? When you haven't figured out how to monetize something, your first step is to ask, what's the first step? and the steps will start to appear, and the strategy will reveal itself. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I started my blog. I wanted to photograph, I wanted to write, I wanted to share my stories and help women. I didn't even know what coaching was. And what I did was I asked myself, okay, what's the first step? Like, what is one thing I can do right now that would really excite me? And then I came up with the stupidest idea ever, but I did it. I was like, I'm going to teach classes at the library. And that's what I did. And I went to the library and I was like, hey, um, I used to be a TV producer and I really love to help people build websites and I'd like to teach a class here. And they were like, great. Coincidence, we just received a $2,000 stipend to hire somebody to teach classes. Here you go. And I did it and I experienced it and I was like, oh, this is great. I made money, but this is not what I want to do full time what's the next step, right? And so then I searched for it and the next step appeared. So just tap into your intuition and really ask yourself, like what is the first thing that you could think of creating that lights you up? Women are first and foremost, before we like shift anywhere in this conversation, you guys need to know women are two things. They are creative as fuck beings and they're also intuitive as fuck. So we all have those gifts as women. We all have the ability to connect to our intuition and we all have the ability to connect to our creativity. It's just that some of those things have been turned off for a lot of us through conditioning, through society, through being raised by our parents who are victims being raised by victims, right? And so your job is as a as a spiritual light worker in this world, like all of us, like we should be learning how to tap into that more deeply and connecting to our intuition is about learning how to trust the first thing that comes to us and getting those hits, right? Like, okay, idea, let me try that idea. Let me try that. And running with it from this space of not being afraid uh, is very different than I have a million ideas and I haven't implemented anything, Right because you doubt yourself. Anybody who has a million ideas or a million little ideas and hasn't taken action is a woman who isn't confident in her decision-making process. And confident people make decisions and decision-makers are competent beings. So it's this endless cycle of literally the more decisions you make in your life, the better off you'll be. And in the beginning, we don't know how to make those decisions because we doubt ourselves. We're worried about failure. We have no idea what we're doing. We're walking into this unknown territory of entrepreneurship. Learn how to make decisions. And the faster you make decisions, the faster you'll fail, the faster you'll learn, and the faster you'll get a result. Also, Jess, we're friends. So DM me and I'll help you. (laughs) Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to go back into my creation mode. And just a challenge for you, if you watch this video or if you listen to this on the podcast, sit down and make a list. Draw a line in the sand, top to bottom list on the piece of paper, split it in half, and on the left side, write down, what are all the ways that I work in my business? And on the right side, ask yourself, what are all the ways I'm going to work on my business? All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have an amazing weekend. All our VIP babes, the replay of the live group coaching call is in your portal for 72 hours. So reach out if you have questions. Uh, Customer service is contact at whatisperfection.com. And that call was amazing last night, by the way. So if you did not watch the coaching mentorship call last night or the VIP call last night, get your butt into your course portal and go wash it because it was fucking epic.